Hi everyone, I'm Kiara Zapanta, Product Marketing Specialist at Aptio, and welcome to Amplify Agile, a monthly series dedicated to discussing all things agile transformation and providing insights to help organizations adopt and scale their agile practice. everyone and welcome back to Amplify Agile. I'm Kiara Zapanta and in today's episode we're going to dive into the scaled agile framework fundamentals for finance and portfolio teams. Joining me today is Tina Bears, VP Enterprise Agility and Jean Henson, Director of Business Agility at the Adaptivist Group, who will share their insights on how finance and portfolio teams can leverage safe principles for success. Um, so if you guys can please give us a quick introduction of yourself and background. Um, Jean, let's start with you and then uh, move on to Tina. Perfect. Thank you. I've been working in the Agile methodology since 2013 with a specific focus on managed services teams, ITSM, and portfolio art planning for value delivery. And hi, I'm Tina Bears. I'm the Vice President of Enterprise Agility here with the Adaptivist Group. I've been working in Agile methods since all the way back in the mid-90s. Um, using XP techniques. Um, in the early 2000s, I shifted my focus to be um, more specialized in the corporate strategy and portfolio management areas. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. So, Jean, can you um, briefly explain what the Scout Agile Framework is? And also, it's also known as SAFE um, and how it can benefit finance and portfolio teams. Sure. SAFE is essentially a collection of known best practices assembled to help organizations take a more thoughtful approach and adaptive approach to how they do business. The most significant benefit that I see to finance and portfolio teams is that it enables transparency across the organization, and it really allows the portfolio and the finance team to be more reactive when internal or external change happens. Got it. Okay. Um, Tina, how do finance and portfolio teams typically operate in traditional waterfall project management environments and what challenges do they really face through this? Sure. So, you know, in, in the traditional world, companies would have annual planning. Board of directors, C-suite get together, they do annual planning. The output of that is given to either a PMO or a business strategy group. Um, and then they go through this fun lengthy process of selecting which projects are going to be worked on. Of course, those projects have a very fixed scope, fixed budget, fixed timeline, um, hard deliverables. Always includes a very heavy change control process that is, frankly, painful to get through when necessary. Um, and you know, once you have a change control on one project, sort of cascades through several other related projects that also end up requiring a change within the same portfolio. Um, then once the changes are approved, then, you know, looking at your team or your team of teams, your art, um, there can often be issues with capacity and resourcing. So either more people are needed, I need to bring in some, you know, contractors, or I need additional hardware software to accelerate this delivery of this project. The impacts just cascade on and on in a waterfall world. Oh, goodness. Um, so... Jean, let's have you take this one. What specific roles and responsibilities do finance and portfolio teams have within the SAFE framework? When you're budgeting in SAFE, it's really important to bring together not only the lean portfolio management team, which includes the finance team, 
but also the business owners, epic owners, the system or solution architects, the product or solution managers. And this is most effective when, when you're conducting participatory budgeting. The other thing that, or the other teams that you definitely wanna include potentially is the marketing and sales. Having these folks brought to the table really does provide a varied perspective so that the, the organization can be successful when they're budgeting and safe. Their knowledge of the effort required of the teams and potential capital investment are key to understanding the dollars that are needed to execute the strategic ethics that are key to the success of the enterprise. Got it. So it seems like it really is cross-functional and all parties involved have to be there to make sure that it's successful. Um, yes. So Tina, how does SAFE address financial planning, budgeting, and forecasting? Um, are there any unique considerations for finance teams? This is probably one of my favorite questions. <laughs> um, so, you know, the biggest consideration, especially when we go into a, a team that's new to SAFE, just on the transformation journey, finance is used to dealing with annual budgets. So they're considering the whole budget, our KTLO or keep the lights on business as usual budget and new development. And they'll look at that annually and then they end up reconciling it quarterly. Well, with Scaled Agile Framework, SAVE, we look to budget quarterly, plan the deliverables quarterly. So we're able to you know, get value quarterly which then feeds in and helps our finance and portfolio teams reconcile quarterly in a much more sustainable fashion against value rather than just, you know, lagging indicators like pennies and dollars. So safe leverage is the use of strategic themes. So thinking about that in the context of a traditional waterfall organization, that would be the big buckets of money that come out of your strategic planning cycle. Um, and then in SAFE, we're going to take that money and we're going to plan it out quarter over quarter. So one to four quarters, typically, most businesses run in a calendar year of some sort. Um, so we plan those budgets out. We look at our arts. What does it cost to run those arts? We know we need those people to get work done, right? Um, new work being done is either being done by the development or the business portfolio. That should Those should always align back to the strategic theme. Arts are, you know, intentionally funded by one or more strategic theme and its associated initiatives to get the work done. The, the fact that these are expected and intended to be reviewed quarterly really allows changes to the prioritization of work based on, you know, changing market conditions. We're able to shift those funds. Um, so, you know, a good example in waterfall world, when a project gets done early, we've done the full scope of work. If there's money left over, um, a lot of organizations and developers will go, oh, I have to use the money. It's a use it or lose it. So then they start adding gold plating, as we used to call it, additional features or things that really aren't necessary for the value of the product, aren't going to add any value. Um, in an agile, especially a safe model, we're able to reallocate those funds even perhaps for new things that we need to do based on a change in market conditions or simply accelerate the priority of the next highest initiative or epic in our backlog. Awesome. So instead of funding something that, oh, they're going to use it or lose it, they'll fund something that actually 
brings more value to the company. Exactly. Exactly. That's one of the most beneficial things about agile at scale and lean portfolio management. Awesome. So um, what are the key metrics and performance indicators that finance and portfolio teams should focus on when implementing and utilizing SAFE? Um, Jean, let's have you take that one. There's a couple that I really like. Uh, The first one is tracking how portfolios are actually spending the money compared to the dollars budgeted. This is, of course, you know, the most obvious KPI for finance. It helps them really understand if the teams are working on the right thing. If the KPI is tracked in a way that's categorized the budget for the portfolio, finance and portfolio leadership, they can better understand where those dollars are being utilized and if they're being spent in the the way they intended. Uh, The second KPI that I really like is being able to measure the team throughput for Kanban teams or the velocity for Scrum teams so that they can identify predictability um, as a KPI. And that brings to light how well the organization is implementing or utilizing SAFE. And the ability for teams to deliver predictably For instance, as in, you know, the team said, hey, we're going to deliver X and they actually deliver X when promised is something that portfolio leadership really desires Mm -hmm. and they need. It it also helps build trust between the development teams and the business teams. So that's a really important KPI. Trust is important. (laughs) Yes, trust is. Um, Okay, so as you guys know, SAFE was recently updated to SAFE 6.0. And I wanted to know how does the updated version improve or add to this partnership for finance and portfolio teams? Um, Tina, how about you? Take that one. Yeah, sure. So um, SAFE 6.0 introduced the concept of a business portfolio. So in most agile and nearly all waterfall um, portfolios, the concept of accounting for the costs of the business teams, mm-hmm. our marketing, our documentation, our go-to-market leads, um, client enablement teams is often overlooked or just simply absorbed by the enterprise as a cost of doing business, never related to the product or development that's happening. Um, in reality, very few products are able to go to market without those very valuable people in our organization doing the necessary work to teach us how to use the thing that's coming out, right? Um, So the work that they do has a very direct correlation on the value to the end customer and how the customer is able to receive the product or utilize the product for value. Um, I really look forward to the release of SAFE. Let's go with SAFE 7, shall we? (laughs) Um, The next release of SAFE, where they bring together the business and technical portfolios to truly represent a strategic portfolio um, you know, that's really how businesses look at their their spend is at a strategic mm-hmm. portfolio level. Um, so those are the portfolios that, you know, our finance team, our board of directors are looking at. They're not looking at business portfolio strategic or business portfolio technical portfolio. They're looking at it as a holistic strategic portfolio for value. Yeah, that would be an exciting update to see. Um, be a very exciting yeah. update to see, yes. <laughs> So um, what are some common misconceptions or concerns that finance professionals may have um, when transitioning to safe from an or an agile approach? Um, and how can these concerns be addressed? Uh, Jean, how about you? 
One of the biggest common misconceptions about SAFE in general is that it's overly prescriptive. Finance will still budget in SAFE, they'll, but they'll just do it a different way. Like Tina described earlier, it, instead of budgeting for a project from start to finish, they'll just fund value streams. It's a responsibility for portfolio leadership to really prioritize how those monies are spent based on what is strategically most important for the enterprise. Another misconception is that once the budgets are set, that there's no changing them. In SAFE, organizations have more flexibility with the budget using lean portfolio management techniques to review quarterly instead of annually, and it provides transparency and adaptability to the changing market conditions. Perfect. Um, and can you share some success stories or case studies of finance and portfolio teams that have successfully implemented SAFE together um, and the positive outcomes they achieved? Tina. Sure. So one really great example, and I often refer back to this client because they, they just did everything right. Um, it was a global Fortune 100 organization. They were uh, roughly about five years into their SAFE journey. There was a huge lack of visibility between the strategic plan and the execution that was ongoing. Um, so we spent some time reviewing the company's strategic planning, their prioritization, SDLC, their change management, and of course, their portfolio management process with the BMO. After exploring all of this, um, we discovered that the primary reason was they really hadn't structured their teams within the actual company portfolios. Um, so some of, some of those teams were using way varied tools from what the rest of them were using. Um, and in some cases, they were in the same tool, but they had entirely different workflows, fields, controls, data points. Um, so there was not a way to be able to roll up the data to make it consistent in the reporting, um, which really just completely made financial tracking darn near impossible. So restructuring the teams into value-aligned arts, um, normalizing their tools, and this is one of those things that scare teams, right? We're not telling you you can't work the way you want to work, teams, um, but there's some key data points that portfolio needs um, and the company from a strategic point needs. So um, realigned the tools that the teams were using um, to be more consistent in their approach um, so that now the portfolio team had easy tracking of financials, team member utilization, so people weren't being asked to um, run at 140% capacity for six months. And overall, the communication of the portfolio's priorities, goals, values were very easy to run then um, across the entire organization. Um, so Tina, how can finance and portfolio teams ensure continuous improvement and alignment um, within the SAFE framework? Um, are there any specific practices or techniques that they should adopt? Yeah. So, you know, everybody knows about this little thing called retrospective. When we're talking about scrum teams or Kanban teams, and yes, Kanban teams do retrospectives. It's a, a very simple ceremony, if you will, that really helps the team that is doing the day-to-day -day work reflect What's going well for us? Let's keep doing that. What's not going well? And then come up with some experiments on how to make that pain point go away or not be as painful. Um, it often gets overlooked that 
every team in an organization is a team. We're a bunch of humans working together. We all want to deliver the most value. Um, we all want to do it without a great deal of pain. Doing a retrospective is a great way to do that. And matter of fact, the same global Fortune 100 company that I talked about earlier um, implemented that within their portfolio management, um, within their uh, solution management, and within their art to mimic what the teams are doing. Um, we even ended up with their architecture team doing a retrospective type event to look back at the architecture and what they could do. So it's not something that just scrum teams or Kanban teams should do. Retrospectives are hugely beneficial across the organization for learning and experimenting and getting better. Perfect. Okay. And lastly, where do you think a solution, software solution or tool like Aptio Target Process can help in enabling and implementing safe for finance and portfolio teams together? Um, Jean, do you want to take that? Yes, I'd love to. Aptio Target Process is one of my favorite tools, quite frankly. <laughs> and it allows the enterprise to establish the portfolios in a way that they've been managing them traditionally and to be able to understand cross-portfolio expectations and align that back to the financial budget expectations across all the portfolios. Not all, not all software tools allow organizations to do that. This is a key differentiator for Aptio target process from other enterprise agile planning tools in the market, which require companies to restructure into strategic portfolios or decompose into a, a project management office or a program management office um, portfolio at, to manage those budgets or finances, and then ad add additional complexity in reporting and machinations to collate into a company view for the finance and portfolio leadership teams. So, you know, those other enterprise agile tools just really make life quite complicated in a way that enterprises aren't used to functioning. Yeah, as, as just a little add there, as folks who are in the transformation business and helping people be able to transform, one of the key things to it, ensuring success is meeting our clients where they are, helping them to implement some good practices to improve their current processes, but meeting them where they are. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater when the bathwater gets cold, right? Um, that same thing needs to apply and target process allows us to do that with our clients. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, and that's a wrap for today's episode of Amplify Agile. A huge thank you to Jean and Tina for sharing their valuable insights with us. It was great having you both on the show and we can't wait to have you back in the future. Um, and everyone else, if you're interested in learning more about this topic and target process, be sure to stop by the target process booth at Safe Summit in Nashville on August 15 and 18. Um, and please feel free to leave any questions in the comment section and stay tuned for our next topic. Thanks for joining us today. Amplify Agile is available as a video and podcast and can be found on all podcast platforms. So feel free to subscribe and follow for updates.